Hey guys, how's it going? So I want to share two thoughts with you about thinking bigger. Welcome to the Health Runner Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. I was um, having a conversation with a few of our clients last week, and one of them was talking about, and I'll spare the name just you know to keep it private, um, was talking about how this particular client had a kind of a challenging time thinking real big and was just asking for advice on, you know, some, some tips or, you know, how to go about doing that. And so here's the first thing I asked. I said, well, when you say think big, what does that exactly mean? And is that really important to you? Because not everyone has a vision of growing a billion dollar business or a million dollar business right? So you have to really be honest with yourself about what is that vision for yourself? Okay. So that's the first place. If you see other people or someone else is saying like, you should be doing this or have a higher vision or whatever, you can kind of just take that with a grain of salt and check in with yourself first and foremost to say, is like, is this even something I want to create? Because if it's not, then you're just kind of, you know, chasing the wrong path, if you will. But if it is, here's the thing is with that said, we can all think bigger and I think it's very important to do so. And, and the reason for that is because when we think bigger, a lot of good stuff happens. Okay. So number one, just in, in the case of being a healthcare professional is your help. You're going to help more people. Like it's really that simple. If you think bigger, you're going to help more people. And I want to share this with you today because obviously we have the momentum workshop a little bit later and just using this as a primer to think about some of the intentions you want to set for the next eight weeks. So number one, when you think bigger, naturally, as a byproduct of that, you will help more people assuming action follows and results, you know, follow suit as well. So just from a, from an unselfish perspective, it helps to think bigger. Like no one is transforming the world or even a small piece of it, helping one person here, one person there. On the flip side, you can say, well, you know, making an impact in one person's life is worthwhile. And I agree with that, right? Again, I'm not here to impose what I think vision or thinking bigger is, but if you're, what I do want to challenge you with is if your goal is enroll two or three clients a month, I want to challenge you to double that because to go from two to three clients a month to five to six clients a month, it's not like we're starting to build a multinational corporation. What we're doing here is we're saying, okay, why, why do I think I can only enroll two or three people? Or why do I think I can only enroll five or 10 or whatever it is? Why do I want to settle at 10K a month? Why can't I shoot for 30K a month? Like a belief I used to have, and, I, and I've shared this with many of you, um, when I was starting my first business was I kept it small because I didn't want to grow too big because I would have to pay more taxes and I would have more complications. Those are two beliefs that held me back for probably three years. And I kept small. I kept, you know, below poverty line income because then I wouldn't have to like register a corporation and pay like different taxes. And it was just such small thinking and it didn't help me move forward at all. So with that said, I want to share two things that I think have helped me Think bigger. And again, if these resonate with you, amazing. And if they don't, I would just ask why they don't. Okay. So the first one I want to share with you is when you, when you stretch yourself, 
you'd naturally force yourself to take a whole new level of action. So let's use the example of, and I'll just use a monetary example because, you know, monetary is just very clean. It's like a scoreboard. So let's say we're shooting for a 10K month, right? So in our context, that's like hitting ACE. Cool. Why not 25K a month? Why not hit the next level? Why not hit, you know, uh, captain status? So what's the belief there, right? So there's the belief of, well, maybe I can't do it. Maybe like I would just investigate some of the beliefs. But I also want you to think about just in the sense of setting the bar, let's say at 25K a month instead of 10K a month. And if you obsessively focus on that, and I use the word obsessively loosely, obviously you want to like detach from the outcome a little bit, you know, focus on the process, blah, blah, blah. But if, if, you, if you focus on, I'm going to make this happen, all of a sudden there's a whole different level of energy because what happens is when you set a small intention, so here you are at you know base camp and you set a small intention. If you think of the word intention, your intention, but there's a very small amount of tension. And if I have, ah, oh, perfect. I have an elastic band. So this is a 10K month right here, right? Very little tension. If all of a sudden we stretch and we say there's a 25K month that I'm gonna hit, all of a sudden what's happening here? there's a lot more tension. It's going to snap back. So there's more energy that goes into what's required to make happen or make that 25K month happen. So in terms of how you show up, the ability to jump out of bed in the morning first thing, because you know there are certain things you need to make happen to move forward. There's a different level of action that shows up when there's more potential energy stored, right? When we're setting a greater intention. Small intention, little energy. Bigger intention, more tension, more energy. And when we have more tension, here's the flip side to this, is that it puts positive pressure on us. And this is something, this is the second thing I want to talk about, is I really do believe, no matter your situation, you have to put yourself in situations that are uncomfortable. And why that's important is because we live in in, in a great time where most of us have a good life, right? We put food on the table, we live in a home, right? It may not be like the dream home, but it's a home and it's comfortable. Being comfortable is very, very dangerous. It, I think it's the biggest problem that we face in North America and the Western world is that things are good enough. So we're not willing to stretch out of that comfort zone because things are good enough. You have to, and this is really challenging to, to, to mentally do on your own. So you like, again, like we know that we have set points, right? We have set points with our weight. We have set points with our finances where things, if things get really bad, there's a lot of pain. And all of a sudden now we're going to make, do whatever we have to do to change. But a lot of times like playing these mind games of, all right, now I'm in pain. Now I'm not, I'm going to kind of coast it's challenging to do that and it's challenging to maintain that level of, of performance. What I have found personally in my life is I literally invest and put myself in situations where I have to make up the difference, the delta. Like I don't think it's I don't think it's rocket science. Like there's a lot of um, there's a lot of research that talks about like forced savings. So let's say you have Um, a setup with your bank. If you have an investment account, for instance, where every month a thousand dollars gets taken automatically out of your bank account into an investment account. 
So every month, without you even doing anything, a thousand bucks, thousand bucks, thousand bucks. Now what happens is we find a way to make that thousand dollars not be an issue. Have you ever experienced this? Like if like another way of thinking about this is if you have like a credit card statement to pay off or a specific debt you have to pay off by a specific time, we usually make it happen. And that's because we've put ourselves in a situation where it has to get done. And this is another example of we will always do more for other people than we will for ourselves, which is why you need to put yourself in a position to have to do something for someone else. And that might be, I am financially liable to pay for this thing and I will find a way to make it happen. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously not suggesting that you put yourself in uh, fiscally irresponsible situations, but let me give you another example. When I, when I hired my first coach, it was, it was just under $18,000 and that was more money than I made in the previous year. This is back in beginning of 2010. And I remember th- like I, like that, here's the thing is that you are not going to feel good. So this is like, I talk about this in mind floss, right? You have confidence and courage. We all want to be confident, but the reality is that we have to use courage to get there. The difference between confidence and courage is that courage doesn't feel good. So when I made that decision, that investment, and many of you guys might have experienced the same thing when you started working with us, is there was that knot in your stomach like, holy F, this is uncomfortable. I feel you might have lost sleep or whatever. That's great. Because what that puts you in a position to do is figure out a way to make it work. And had I not made that investment back in 2010, I wouldn't be here today in this capacity. I would have kept coasting. Things would have been fine-ish. Not really, but like, you know, I would have progressively gotten to where, you know, I would have gotten to. But by forcing myself into a situation like that, I had to figure things out no matter what. It's the example I give you guys in dealing with objections in a call. If, you know, someone said, well, like, I don't know if I can come up with the money to, you know, invest in this program. A really simple and like, mental shift is asking them like, Hey, if you have, if, you know, if your kids were kidnapped, would you come up with the money? Like if your program's $3,000, they're like, Oh, it's too expensive. Okay, cool. If your kids were kidnapped, would you come up with $3,000? And the answer, every single parent on the planet, no matter where they live or what their income is, the answer to that question would be absolutely. What's the difference? The difference is that now it's a must. Because now it's no longer about them. It's about somebody else. And it's about understanding that we will do whatever we can to um, meet certain responsibilities or requirements, assuming we're you know, someone of integrity and obviously in the financial side of things, we pay our bills on time, whatever. But the key here is you, I, I think it's a very, very important thing to consider is to put yourself in situations that are uncomfortable. And that positive pressure is very, very important for your growth because the only way to grow is by stretching yourself, right? I'm about to go to the gym and work out. I'm not going to get bigger biceps by lifting five pounds. I'm not going to get stronger arms by continually, like if I do one pull-up every single time, I need to do one pull-up and then two and then three and then 10 and whatever. So we constantly have to stretch ourselves. And that's, guys, when we talk about thinking bigger, You have to put yourself in situations that force you to rise to the occasion. Sports. You play against people that are 
lesser, weaker than you, your game will not improve. Your confidence might, right? But your game will not. And you have to, again, you, you have to put yourself in situations that force you to grow. Like with soccer, as an example. So uh, if I look at, you know, Canada qualifying for the World Cup, it was, it was amazing. And they had one game after they qualified where they played Panama, they lost one, nothing. But they were in, they had the luxury of that point of putting players on the field that were, you know, in some cases, 18 years old playing in a World Cup qualifying game that, you know, in retrospect, wasn't the deciding game, but it was still a a great opportunity for these guys. And coaches put players in these situations because they know they have to have those experiences where they're coming in here and they're playing at this level because that is how they grow to the next level. So again, just kind of summing up here, the two things I think are very, very important for thinking bigger is number one, connecting with your bigger reason for why it's important, right? And I'll just share one little thing on the side here. You have to you have to connect with something that's viscerally meaningful to you. And that might not always be impacting people. Like we, we talk about impact, we talk about transforming lives, but let's be honest, guys, that's not the thing that drives a lot of us. Like impact is like the superficial thing, but there might be something else that's like really in your core, more important. Maybe it's taking a vacation for a month. Maybe it's buying your dream house. Whatever it is, for me, a couple years ago, it was getting my McLaren. That was my single point of focus every single morning. But here's the cool thing. I'm not saying those things make us happy and it's not the pursuit of those things that's what's important. What I, what I am suggesting here is that you find something that is the most high energy thing for you to latch onto, at least temporarily, that's gonna give you that rocket fuel to take your business, to take your vision to the next level. Because in that process, like if you wanted to take a month-long trip and that's what you focused on, how are you gonna make that happen? Well, you have to help more people, right? So the benefit is, although you're thinking about yourself selfishly, whatever, You can only get what you want by helping more people get what they want. See how that works? So if like if you think of like why, what like what really, really, really jazzes you up at this current time in life, if it's impacting a specific number of people and you can viscerally connect to what that means, amazing. Focus there. But if it's like you want to take a trip, you want to buy a home, you want to pay for a kid's school, whatever that thing is, there is nothing wrong with making that your number one priority because the only way you make that happen is by raising your energy, raising your action, raising your intention to make that happen. And the only way we do that is in the service of other people. We're never doing achieving these things by taking advantage of people or compromising our integrity or you know selling drugs on the side. We're not doing any of that stuff, right? So we know that the vehicle, our business, to get there is in the service of other people. So more people get helped, which is great. And as a byproduct, you achieve the thing you want. Now, again, like you'll get that thing. And then you'll get to a point where, again, you're at another plateau. Life is good. You know, I'm like, whatever. You have to set the next goal. The only, the, I mean, the only thing worse about reaching the top of the mountain is recognizing the only way it's down So you have to realize you have to go to the next mountain. And that's okay. That's life. You constantly have to be growing. 
And it seems like we're always chasing the next thing. And that's true, right? We are heat-seeking missiles. We need a goal to focus on. And it's not that we're chasing the thing. It's we're using the thing to latch onto, almost like a, a water skier is holding onto the boat or the, the rope that hold, attaches to the boat. But we're focused on the journey, the process of how we get better, of who we have to become in the process, of becoming that better version of ourselves so that as the trophy at the top of the mountain, we get that thing that we wanted, right? The car, the house, the vacation, you know, paying for your kid's school, you know, having a private chef, like whatever it is that's important to you. But we're also at maybe a lesser level energetically still focused on helping people because that's truly what we're here to do, okay? So I hope that makes sense for you guys. And I hope, you know, maybe it gives you a little bit of thinking to um, to consider before the, the Momentum Workshop this afternoon because I really, really, really believe that each and every one of you can build things substantially greater than where you're currently at. And a lot of times it's simply we get what we expect. So if you set bigger expectations... Naturally, your energy rises, the action rises, what you believe is possible rises, and then you just put yourself in a situation where you kind of have to make it happen. And it's sometimes, it's, it's uncomfortable. Sometimes there are nights where you're thinking about things and you can't sleep, and that's fine. That's part of the journey. But it's all worthwhile because we're here because we enjoy growth. We're here because we want challenges. We want to learn. We want to get better. And as a result, we live a much better quality of life. I'm not saying we have to like, be stressed out and like, you know, 20 hours a day working. I'm not saying any of that stuff, okay? But I'm saying we have to raise our energy. We have to raise what we believe is possible because only when we do that are we going to take the necessary steps to make that a reality. Cool? Anyways, that's all I'm going to share with you guys today. If this makes sense, let me know what your thoughts are in the comments below. Look forward to seeing you guys this afternoon. Have an amazing day. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at healthpreneur. And be sure to tune in and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube. Just search healthpreneur and you'll find all of our great videos there as well. That's all for today. I appreciate your time and your attention. Keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.